Welcome back to the Rock and Roll Sutra podcast. My name is Joe Simic. This is episode two. And if you have, by some miracle of the internet, stumbled onto this episode first, I highly recommend listening to episode one before episode two. <laughs> but in case you don't have time for that, let me sum up. <clears throat> Previously on Rock and Roll Sutra, Destroy It Up, my band's new album, Sutra, is a rock album, but all its lyrics were influenced by an ancient yogic text called the Yoga Sutra. I'm using the initial episode of this podcast as a way to talk about the concepts and teachings of the Sutra, and to tear apart my own songwriting and my own lyrics and introduce you to the other musicians on the album, an album you can listen to in its entirety right now at destroyitup.com. Hearing myself uh, say that out loud makes me realize you could call this whole endeavor uh, kind of strange. Although, um, if you know me well, it's not all that surprising. After I graduated college, I spent some time as an amateur music critic. Uh, I wrote album reviews for basically pennies and interviewed some pretty cool artists and bands along the way. Uh, the Decemberists come to mind, uh, Crooked Fingers, uh, so you get the idea. Indie rock stuff. Uh, so I guess you could describe this podcast as former amateur journalist interviews himself, a basically unknown musician, about an indie rock album he wrote that was inspired by yoga teachings because the amateur music critic and songwriter happens to be a yoga teacher. So this is either totally genius or absolutely pathetic. I will let you decide. But either way, I'm trying not to be too attached to the results, which is good because today I'm talking about non-attachment and non-reaction. In Sanskrit, non-reaction is vairagya. And vairagya is a super important concept in yoga. <clears throat> so much so, as one of my teachers, Ralph Gates, puts it, Vairagya is an unfortunately difficult word to say, because we need to say it a lot. Vairagya, for those of you scoring at home, that's V-A-I-R-A-G-Y-A. -A. It also gets uh, translated as dispassion, which I think is a pretty helpful way of thinking about it too. And Vairagya is the subtitle of the second song on Sutra, the album. The title is actually We Fall Off the Earth. So this song was inspired by Sutra 1.12, chapter 1, verse 12. In Sanskrit, it goes like this. Abhyasa vairagya abhyam tan narodaha. And just a quick note about uh, Sanskrit I'm trying to pronounce. I am not a Sanskrit scholar, if that's not obvious. Uh, I'm probably butchering the pronunciations, but I'm trying to include the Sanskrit as a way to honor the origins of the teaching. So if you want Sanskrit scholars, Google Christopher Tompkins or Christopher Wallace or probably some other Christophers. No, also maybe um, Edwin Bryant. Uh, lots of info out there. There's great Sanskrit scholars that you can listen to right now with a little Google search. Anyway, back to Sutra 112, but this time in English. 
The vacillating waves of perception are stilled through consistent, earnest practice and non-reaction. If you think back to the last sutra I talked about in episode one, and you've already listened to that one, right? So you're good. That sutra defined yoga as the calming of the fluctuations of the mind. And here, Patanjali, the author of the Yoga Sutra, is telling us how to calm the fluctuations of the mind. And he's telling us we basically need to do two things. One is vairagya, the other is abhyasa. Vairagya, as I said before, is non-reaction or dispassion. And abhyasa is spiritual practice. And we can think about these two ideas as two sides of one coin. Rolf Gates explained them to me like knobs. As your life events turn up the reaction knob, you have to turn up the spiritual practice knob to balance things out. And if we are at a point when we are non-reacting consistently, we could theoretically turn down the practice knob. The less we react, the less the mind fluctuates, and therefore the less we suffer. Suffering originates in the mind. So eliminating suffering all goes back to the calming of the mind. And as it turns out, practice, spiritual practice, meditation, yoga, etc., is really good at teaching us to react less to all the stuff that's happening in our lives. That said, it's not a one-time fix. We react or think about nearly everything in our lives. We're consistently turning our attention away from the centered mind towards whatever is happening but yoga calls us to turn back to the present moment, right, again and again and again and again until ultimately we stop reacting. So this is a huge concept, right, in yoga. <clears throat> so I knew I had to write a song about vairagya and about abhyasa. So I wrote the chorus of this song first, and I was pretty happy with how I think it conveys the idea of reacting and coming back to the center again and again. So here's my demo of that chorus. We fall off the earth, but we got to come back. Moving like a train, running out of track. Try your very best not to react. We fall off the earth, but we got to come back. We fall off the earth, but we got to come back. Moving like a train, running out of track. We'll do your very best not to react. We fall off the earth, but we got to come back. When I started writing the verses, they were admittedly really convoluted and not so great. I think I came at them from a sort of academic slant. Uh, too academic. I wish I had demos of them, uh, but all I have is the gibberish as I was trying to find the melody for those verses. I think a lot of songwriters do the gibberish thing. I think Jeff Tweedy does it. Actually, I think he these days stays a little too close to the gibberish, my personal opinion. Um, but anyway, the gibberish thing is singing nonsensical stuff uh, to get a melody. And I've started to do this of late, and it works pretty well. So uh, here's a taste of 
um, this gibberish over the verses. Seven tons of seven don't begrave with don't guess and fallen pull the roll of the debstone yet and call it for the chest of the bridged don't get I hide into the roll of the cemetery set and Jibinagalone and I can't stop. I eventually got words nailed down, but they weren't very good. And I was a little frustrated, but it eventually dawned on me that I needed to simply write about the daily things to which people I know react. So that's what I did. And some of the lines in the verses uh, became autobiographical, and some are about people I know. Uh, the line about working hard for my kids' custody was about a friend of mine going through a divorce. But I later realized it might seem autobiographical as I went through a long process getting parental rights for my adopted daughter. And there's a line in there about trauma, and that came from spending a little time studying how yoga helps people with trauma and from talking to clients about trauma. And uh, people's reaction to past traumas can be so debilitating, and yoga can often help with that. Um, so we all have these things that go on in our lives, and we react to all of them. Uh, we react to our thoughts about them. So what do we do instead? Right? Well, that's the practice. That's the asana, the yoga postures, the breathing, the meditation, the devotion, the chanting, all the yoga stuff. And that helps the mind not react. Any yoga teacher worth their salt tells their students that only one thing really matters in the day to day, and that's their yoga practice actually doing stuff to calm the mind, a technique. So the bridge on this song is an ode to practice. It's where I weave in the opposite side of the coin, abhyasa. Practice is what has to happen when we find ourselves in the vicious cycle or the vicious circle of reaction. One awesome thing about the bridge in this song is that it features vocals by my friend Joe Montone. Um, Joe is the songwriter behind Heat Thunder. After you finish this podcast, you must go to heat-thunder.com and listen to his most recent EP. It's called Phoenix, specifically my favorite song, uh, which is called Touch. I absolutely love that song. Joe is a really talented guy and a major force behind the Doylestown and Bucks County music scenes where I live. He sings on one other song on the album, too, which I'll get to in future episodes. So... That's Joe singing, oh, what is it worth? The practice is gold. Oh, what is it worth? Priceless, I'm told. And I do firmly believe that the practice is gold. The teachings of yoga, the Yoga Sutra, they lay out a roadmap of practice that can ease your suffering. And who doesn't want that? So with that in mind, let's get to this song. We fall off the earth, Viragya, off destroyed ups, Sutra. I gotta mow the lawn, I gotta pay the rent. I didn't hit my numbers the last month's end. Gotta call yesterday from a long lost friend. The laughs, the memories, the traumas they blend 
thinking about my dad and when he's gonna drink thinking about the dishes piling up in the sink thinking about the girl who left brooklyn thinking about the wars we ain't ever gonna Sponsors of Rock and Roll Sutra Podcast are this cheap microphone, a seven-year-old laptop, and a 2,000-year-old Sanskrit text. Put in the code OM, that's A-U-M, in your mind and get 100% off your thoughts. <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, of course. I don't have any sponsors, but I could use your support. If you like what you are hearing, you can support me in two very simple ways. One, give this podcast an awesome rating and review in iTunes, and don't forget to subscribe there. And two, go pretty much anywhere you listen to music digitally and search for Destroy It Up Sutra and listen to the album. Easy as that. All right, thank you so much for listening. I'm super excited to have you along on this journey. Until next time, Jai Rock, Jai Roll.